Hello, and welcome to episode 77 of Man vs. Business. My name is Les Janes, and I am here with my co-host, Sean McManaman. In this week's podcast, we are discussing the topic of advice. So with that, let's go ahead and start the show. Sean, how's it going? Good, Les. How are you today? I am doing fine. So we, we missed a week. Well, another frustrating event. Yes, yes, I would agree. Um, uh, we're gonna, I'm going to go ahead and call them out here that Ringer's kind of on the line right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we recorded, we recorded last week. It's just that it didn't uh, mesh. The, the audio didn't mesh properly. Yeah, and, and it just so happens it was one that we've recorded several times, yeah. the same topic. So we're thinking the topic is kind of jinxed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we might as well tell everybody what the topic is. So if you ever hear, if you ever hear us talking about the topic of multitasking, yeah, that's what's jinxed. Yes, so, it is. <laughs> unfortunately, Ringer couldn't multitask by putting your voice and my voice together in a <laughs> synced up manner. So that leads us kind of into our topic that we're going to talk about today, which is advice. <laughs> that's right. So, <laughs> so somebody help us get us a good uh, audio recording software. Yeah, we we have not found any other good solutions for uh, doing podcasting. And of course, not investing a lot of money. That's the thing that we've tried to to not do is invest a lot of money in uh, you know recording equipment and things like that. Because at the end of the day, we're just trying to share some information and we're trying to uh, learn from each other. And that's the whole reason that we uh, took on this podcast is because um, advice. Yeah. For each other. You know, we, we you and I, we, we kind of consider ourselves mentors to each other. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, or coaches, what, you know, whatever word you want to use. Sounding, so we sounding board. Yes, definitely. We are sounding boards, you know, for each other. You know, Sean and I have kind of uh, uh, somewhat of the same life path, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're definitely in in the same uh, career areas uh, right now. So that's one of the reasons why we. We work with each other on uh, uh, talking about some of these topics because, um, <laughs> honestly, to be a little bit funny, um, we're not actually helping other people. We're just kind of talking about things to help each other. <laughs> yeah. If, if the byproduct <laughs> is helping other people, all well and good. Then so be yeah. it. Exactly. Yeah. So, But anyways, today's topic, we're, we are going to talk about advice. And so what does that all encompass? Right. And I mean, it encompasses everything from from uh, day-to-day activity or long-term strategy uh, with, you know, hired coaches and groups that you belong to. So, I mean, we can start with the day-to-day, like, like even today, and it didn't dawn on me until you, you talked about the beginning of this podcast, right? I called you earlier today about scanning software for projects and things like that. Uh-huh. Who do you use? So just, just like right there, you should have a resource, uh, you know, anybody from, no matter what level in an organization should have a resource that, that you can call that has experiences similar to yours that might have activities that, that you're looking for information on. So, you know, that, that's what the internet, the internet's there. People, people can always go to the internet and say, Hey, Google something or other, but you know what? If you talk to somebody, then you find out a little bit more detail than just statistics. And of course, my advice was don't buy ours. Yeah. Okay. See, so, <laughs> so you went, you went and, and, and went down the path and, 
you know, maybe you didn't consult anybody and you went and uh, saw the fancy website and bought it and it doesn't work. So now I'm better off for it. That's right. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's really uh, one of the points of information sharing because, you know, really advice is kind of a, could be a bad connotation in that really what we're trying to do is share information so that we can all benefit. Right. And, and advice. And yeah. One, one thing. Yeah. Going down that path. Advice isn't direction. It's it's yes. don't don't or be careful. How's the right way to put it? Uh, take in information, process it and make your own decisions is, is really what we're trying to get to. So going to, you know, a colleague for information is one area. Going to some other professionals is another is another way of getting information. And if you do go ultimately to a coach for kind of business or lifestyle uh, information, coaching, guidance, it's, it's not you do what they say. It's not a recipe. It's about, it's about meandering through this daily and yearly life of yours to figure out what path you should be on and how you, and ultimately, yeah, how you impact people, whether they work for you, you work for them, or they're just friends. Well, because at the end of the day, um, you're just trying to do something better. You're trying to make a difference. You're trying, and of course, for anybody to think that they have all the answers is foolish. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, one person does not hold all the answers, you know, so getting advice, uh, seeking out, uh, information, seeking out other ways of doing things is just good general practice. It, you know, so, so what should, what should somebody do at, you know, any level in the organization? So if you're talking about the, um, the rank and file, should they be, um, you know, have mentors, have coaches, you know, have people that they can bounce things off. Well, of? I would say, yes, it's a matter of how much time you invest and how much time the other person, you know, the coach invests in you. And if there is a, a cost involved. So I, I would, I would say yeah. the first thing is, and I like, I like LinkedIn as a resource. There are many people that write articles in LinkedIn and, and I mean, some of them yeah. are good, some are bad. Some of them don't, don't pertain to what you might do or how you, how you, uh, actor what you subscribe to okay fine so that's information you pass it off you don't need to to follow things that that don't resonate with you so find something that that resonates with you and investigate you know find more written material there um as i said before it's better to talk to somebody if you can get into a group that that then does get together for coffee or whatever and have roundtable discussions that's that's the next step that really is not hard to put together. If there is no group, put it together yourself. And just like you and I did last, right? You and me. And that, and actually yeah. at our old place, we had a couple of people that um, we would bounce things off of. Um, not necessarily all in one group, but you bounce things off of other people and I bounce things off of other third parties. And it all came back to our discussions. So I think that that's kind of the categories that this advice or coaching and mentoring kind of gets into you get into uh, relationships that you can have on a peer to peer level, you know, where you're working with somebody that is at your same level. Uh, you can have kind of a mentoring scenario where you've got somebody that's higher in the organization that you can work with. Um, and there's reasons for both of those. And then you can actually get into um, external groups that can help you such as, uh, you know, a coaching scenario outside um, or the uh, organization that uh, you were a part of Vistage. at one time, yeah. Uh, yeah. Vistage, yeah. 
uh, where you can actually get coaching and mentoring uh, through a scenario like that of, you know, like-minded, like-role uh, type people in a group setting uh, that would allow you to grow as a leader or grow as, as, as uh, you know, a scenario in your organization. So I think there is definitely different um, coaching or mentoring scenarios, just depending on your needs, depending on where you're at within your organization, uh, depending on what you're looking for and how you're wanting to grow yourself. Yeah, I would say, I would say, let's see how to, how to put this. Don't spend a whole lot. Well, the, the colleague, the, uh, the same level is peer to peer. Thank peer you. Peer. The peer to peer is, yeah. is, is good. And you, you should, you know, get and give information there. What I, what I like to do is try to get to that next level. And I liken it to, to sports. Mm-hmm. Cause if I play tennis with somebody that's better than me, then I play better. Right. So, so, so get, oh, so get point. somebody that's better than you and, and better isn't, isn't the proper term, but maybe somebody that, that has other experiences and might, might be a higher level in an organization or a bigger organization that has seen other scenarios play out that can give you some perspective on how, you know, your, your issue that you have to process. Like you know, a lot of, a lot of mentoring and peer to peer groups and, and coaching sessions are about issue processing. And, you know, the issue yeah. can be, you know, hiring, firing. How do you get to the next level in your own organization? So, so people that have that experience and broader experience typically understand how to process issues in a different way than you might at the level that you've been at. Yeah. I think that, uh, the, the couple words that come to mind, uh, with what you're talking about there is, you know, wiser, uh, you know, a mm-hmm. wiser person, um, uh, in other words, somebody that's been around the block, <laughs> um, <laughs> I think is what you're really looking for because what you're saying is, is that, you know, a person that has been doing something for a while that you're interested in can mm-hmm. help elevate you as opposed to somebody that's kind of a peer to peer scenario where you're just looking for support. Right. When that's where we should be clear here, we're not talking about a support group and, and a, and a pardon the, ta- the term, but a bitch session, you don't, yeah. need, you don't need to, to yes. whine and complain and commiserate about some issue. You need, you need somebody to challenge you to say, okay, really, I hear what you're saying. What is the other side of the argument? Um, you know, have somebody that can ask questions. Yeah. You know, you, 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 you talked earlier, you said something and, and, uh, it was about, you know, finding somebody wiser or something like that. Um, and, and not having all the answers. That's, that's what it was. Not having all the answers yourself. Yeah. And I think I've said it on this podcast before, but I tell the people here that I work with is that my title is chief in charge of asking questions. <laughs> because if, if you don't ask the questions and you don't look to, to, to seek to understand what is happening and what people do, you don't really, you don't, one, you don't find the truth. And two, you don't grow because you get different answers from different people, even though they're doing the same job. And, and I'm not saying you go ask questions just to quiz people to see if they give you the right answer. You, you try to understand the process. So, so when you want to elevate your game, then you need to go get somebody that will ask you the questions that you might not want to answer. And you've got to, you've got to realize that, Hey, you got to be genuine and answer the questions on how you feel. And then if you have to process your feelings, then go down that path. But 
but you know, you don't, you don't get to, you know, that stage without somebody challenging you. And it's, and of course it's somebody that you have to respect or somebody that you're paying. So you're expecting this from them. Um, you know, well, it's gotta be a two-way street. Right. And that's what I was going to ask is from the scenario of either a group like Vistage, which is a, you know, a paid service, you have to pay to be involved in that. Mm -hmm. Um, or a life coach. Have you done, I know you've done Vistage, but have you done the life coach scenario? Yeah. Yeah, I have okay. a one-on-one, one-on-one coach where, where you would have a uh, call, uh, once a week. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, at some points it's once a week and then at some points it's once a month. Um, so you have a phone call if the person isn't local, that my person wasn't local, but then you get to get together and, and do things, you know, two or three times a year. So that was, that was my experience and that was really good. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I also had a life coach for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just for, you know, some basic activities, it was never really a long-term scenario. I think I worked with her for probably about a year. Yeah. Um, and I liked that process. The problem was it kind of turned into, uh, person, personal activities that I needed to work on as opposed, as opposed to functional and process related activities to help me, uh, from a business perspective, it was more personal activities. Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm wondering did your life coach help you with, with personal type stuff or did they help you with, with work type activities? It was both, but really it's, it, it was me as a person. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What, what did I have to change? What, what did I have to understand when I made statements? Um, when I expected something from somebody, you know, did I so it focused, so it focused more on your emotional intelligence yeah. and things like that. Yeah. yeah. That's what, that's what mine was, yeah. was more of my, it was more of the three fingers pointing at me as opposed to the one <laughs> finger pointing out scenario. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, and you know what? Some of this, some of this uh, fluffy stuff. Uh, you know, and maybe it's our our generation is is at that stage where you know we we kind of understand fluffy stuff more so than our parents did. You know, our fathers, yes. my dad, rough and tumble, steam fitter, welder. You know, nothing hurt, nothing ever bothered him. Because you weren't supposed to be bothered, you weren't supposed to be hurt. Well, that's that's you know not really reality, you know. So, well, it was reality for him at the time, but yeah. it's it's not really a good place to be. No, no. Well, luckily, you know, from, luckily he seems he seems good, and he's loving retirement now. That's for sure. Yeah. So you know, from the people around you and outside of you, it, that may work for him internally, yeah. just due to the way he was raised. But I think from a a growth standpoint and from a, you know, if you're truly looking to, uh, you know, lead, yeah. uh, and, you know, engage with people, then that rough and tumble, you know, don't hurt, you know, rub dirt on it and get over it mentality. Isn't going to, isn't going to work for, you know, people and relationships in general. Wow. That's, you know, less great segue. I think that that is really good because a couple of things came to my mind. We've talked about the nine box, the nine uh-huh. box, you know, like the rough and tumble kind of guys, there's, there's two boxes for them. They're the guys that put their nose down and, and do their job. And you need people like that. You do need people need like that. Like they that. are important. I'm not saying yeah. they're bad at right. all. No, absolutely. Yeah. And then when you, yeah, you, and then when you have the leaders, like you were saying, the leader has to be in tune with, with emotional intelligence. Those, the 13 yes. skills of emotional intelligence, because you're understanding how people, how people, um, are, are reacting to, certain scenarios and activities and, and expectations. So yeah, that that's uh, something that really, you know, 
how do you, how do you realize that? How do you get from, you know, your normal day to day job? If you're an accountant, a lawyer, a, an engineer, how do you get from just nose down doing your job to leading groups of people? It, it, it definitely, right. it, it doesn't necessarily come naturally. You have to work on it, but there isn't to me a natural skill in being able to be a good leader. Well, and I will say that a lot of companies put people in leadership positions that really shouldn't be in leadership positions. They were definitely good at understanding either the process or the product, but the third, the third uh, piece of that pie, uh, they're usually not trained for. They're not usually prepared for. And that's the leadership part of it, you know, because leading people, as you and I have talked about in several of our podcasts is there, there is, uh, um, uh, emotional intelligence, there's, there's tools that are needed to do that job well. And it's more than just being tossed into it and figuring it out. All right. So back to our topic, if you are in that position and you, you, you might realize, wow, I'm okay. Now I'm the new boss. I'm the right. new leader. What do I need to do? Well, there's, there's a, a good example of where you have to seek information and guidance from, from others and others that you trust, of course. But, um, you know, that, that leads right into why we have this kind of conversation. What advice do you get and who do you get it from and what do you do with it? <laughs> you know, right. Uh, I would agree. And, you know, there has to be some desire on the, uh, the side of the person that's wanting to elevate themselves to that next level of some sort of leadership role. They, they, they have to have the desire to want to do that. Not everybody wants to do that. Right. And right. nor should everybody do that. <laughs> and, and the, you know, the other side of it is you get elevated to that leadership role, you get paid more. And, and, and thinking that, that yes, I should take that job as the leader of people just because my salary goes up, you know, might not be the best, might not be the best uh, result of your hard work if you don't, if you don't convert that hard work into, yeah, the skills that we just talked about in being a leader. Well, you're doing a disservice to yourself and to the company. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And just, so, and just for a paycheck. Yeah, exactly. So we talked about the, the, the coach side. What about the Vistage side where you're in a setting with, you know, a group of people? Uh, I've only been to those one time. I was asked to stand in for one person one time and went to it. Thought it was very interesting. Uh, kind of felt a little odd at first, but what, what did you think about? being in Vistage for a while. That was, uh, it was very good to get together once a month with a group of like 17 to 20 people. Uh, you typically have a speaker and you would uh, process issues like I mentioned earlier. Um, and you did it in a very formal way with a, a sheet that you filled out what your issue was, what you've done to, to, uh, address the issue, what, what help you think you might need. And then, and then the, the interesting thing is, that, and the tough part, is when everybody gets these sheets, the 17 other people or whatever, and they ask you questions, you just answer the questions. And then after you answer the questions, they get to, they get to talk to you for like 10 or 15 minutes about things. And all you can do is take notes. You can't like have a retort, go back and say, well, wait, I you, you have all your information. And then you just listen based on what you presented. And the questions they asked, you get that feedback and you just write down the notes. And, and just like what we talked about, you get advice. It's up to you to do something with it. 
So, right. so you get different spins on your issue based on the information presented within a half hour. And it, it, you know, things can be coming from all different directions. And it's really helpful to get that type of feedback. And if you don't do something that, that was provided to you, that's fine. It's, it's now a matter of you being the leader that you are implementing the ideas that came out of that group. So that was, it was, it was pretty good. So one of the things that sparked this uh, topic of, of talking about advice was a, was a website uh, that talks, well, it's actually from, from ladders uh, talking about advice in general uh, and, and was giving some good advice, bad advice scenarios. I'm wondering if we should kind of hit each one of those before we kind of end our podcast, just to, to give people examples of, different things that uh, we're talking about from an, an advice perspective. Are we at the end of our podcast already? <laughs> yeah, already yeah, we're already 20-something minutes in. <laughs> Boy, they go by fast. When you're having fun and, and you like to talk, yes, they go by fast. Well, is there anything anything else you want to touch on before we no, go into I think, these? I uh, think this is a good idea. It's, uh, it's just kind of an interesting uh, set of, uh, uh, let's see what, the, what it was titled as. It was titled as the worst career advice according to six life coaches. Lindsay, Lindsay so these T- are, Tigger. These are actually life coaches. Yeah, Lindsay Tigger, T-I-G-A-R. She, she uh, wrote it. I'm assuming it's she, Lindsay. Um, yeah. August 15th. Well, I don't know. Lindsay Buckingham is yeah, a guy. Yeah, so, so anyway. you, know, you never know. So go ahead. Um, yeah, they, they have the bad advice and the good advice. And, and, you know, one of the things that you and I talked about last before we started is some of these things we've kind of addressed in. in, in, in we have. Casts. So this kind of is nice in the idea that it wraps up a couple of topics that we've had in the past. But, you know, these are straightforward in your face. Bad advice. The first one here. Stay at Yeah. So here, here, just a second. Just a second before you say that. I'm going to actually say it and you tell me whether it's good advice or bad advice. Okay. We'll play that game. Sounds good. Okay. So here you go. Seek a job that gives you more. That, that's good advice. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's good advice. So why is that good well, because, advice? Because uh, you want more than a paycheck. We we kind of talked about that. It's it's not. We talked about it's not that. Just yeah. a paycheck. When I when I was looking um, after my last job, my whole idea was finding meaningful work. And I think I think as you yep. get older, you can put that that mindset in place. Finding meaningful work at, at the beginning when you're young. You need to find a job that will pay you so you can pay your bills, raise your family, and do all that. And then, and then when you get a little nest egg or you're, you're, you're chugging along and you have the opportunity to go search for something else, you find, you find meaningful work so that it's, it's not a paycheck. It's about the people. It's about the product that you, you deliver to, to the people that it's either helping or, or uh, uh, you're supplying to bigger companies or whatever. So it's, it's more than just coming to work 9 to 5, going home, and hating your job. Right. You can only succeed if you're perfect. Now, I won't say a joke on that, but that would be that would be bad advice. <laughs> that would be very bad advice because nobody's perfect, yeah. first of all. And uh, I think trying to think that you're going to be perfect is kind of a ludicrous right. thought. So be honest with yourself. And, and you know, kind of an analogy to that is uh, you don't go to the gym until you're in good shape. You know, <laughs> you know and. Which is ludicrous. <laughs> you know, and I've heard people I've heard people make those comments. Oh, I can't join a gym yet because I'm not in good enough shape. Well, what the heck is the gym for? You know? So it, it kind of doesn't make sense. Stop eating. Oh. No. Um, 
Stay at a job you hate. <laughs> Bad advice. <laughs> Bad advice, Uh, you know, but there are a lot of people that kind of get stuck in a job and and are not sure how to get out of it, depending on where they live, depending on the job, you know, so that's that one's definitely can be a little bit challenging to to take care of. But um, staying in a job you hate, because at the end of the day, life's just a little too short to be working at a job that you really just can't stand getting up and going to. Right. Well, okay. Now parallel to another podcast that we did is investing in yourself. So if you yeah. honestly hate your job, don't to me, and this is, this is kind of like the harsh rough and gruff side. Don't be just sitting there whining and grumbling about how much you hate your job. What are you doing to get yourself a job that you like? Yes. You have to go to school at night. Oh, I'm tired at night. Well, you know what? Then you hate your job and you got to live with it. Go to school. Yeah, exactly at night. Right. <laughs> you know, do something. Yeah. It's not, I, I say something, saying things are nice, doing things. That's the point. Accept your imperfections. <laughs> you better because you're not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> kind of, kind that of along, is right. Kind of along the same, kind of along the same lines. You know, what are you doing to get better? You have to know what, what's, what your imperfections are. And if, if, if you need to improve them, work towards improving them. Yeah, understanding your strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, you've got to you've got to understand those. The better you understand your strengths and your weaknesses, the better you can work on things you're not good at and highlight the things you are good at. So, what about um, uh, imagine yourself retiring? <laughs> well, to me, that's that's a uh, good bit of advice, and, yeah. and it's not because you want to be old or you want to be rich. It's it's a matter of getting to that next stage. It's a, matter, yes. it's a goal. It's a goal. And typically leaders think in longer terms of time and time span. So no matter where you are, if you're 30 years old, okay, yes, think of yourself retired. So what do you do to get to that stage? Because you will be at that stage. You can't deny well, it. Well, and keep in mind that retiring doesn't mean you have to stop working or right. doing something you love doing. Right. You can still work, but... You can cut it in half. You can, there's a lot of different options you can do to, to get that to get that other part of the meaningful work part. You know, the yes. volunteering or or whatever you want to do after you are financially stable in your after after a time in a career. Just pick a job that pays well. Oh, yeah, that's, I'd say that's bad advice. Yes, that is definitely bad okay, advice. Because I'm, I'm not, I'm not seeing the answers to these things, so I'm assuming that these are bad. These are bad advice. <laughs> yeah, no, that one's definitely bad advice. I mean, if you're if you're basing everything off of uh, what a job pays you uh, and how well you're paid, um, you're kind of missing the forest through the trees, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's uh, you're going to be happy for maybe ten minutes, right? But, and then, and then, how will your performance? Now, if you can find a job that pays you well. And you love, then good for you. You found nirvana, yeah. right? Right. You know? Because because then you'll always perform. Because if if you do yes. if you hate your job, your performance will fall off, no matter how much you get paid. That's right. Uh, just work hard, be patient, and it'll all work out. Work itself out. Yeah, bad advice. Yeah, that is bad advice. You know, uh, that's that's basically that naive uh, attitude of. Hear no evil, see no evil, say no evil, you know, type of yeah. thing. You know, just don't worry about it and just chug along and everything will just. Oh, who's the character? Mr. Magoo? 
<laughs> everything just worked out for Mr. Yeah. Magoo. You know, as he walked along, the planks would step in front of him. Well, unfortunately, life doesn't work yeah. that way. If uh, you're not paying attention, you will get you will get in trouble <laughs> to some degree. All right, so one of the, one of the things back on uh, coaching. So the, the the coach that I had, the personal coach that I had, one of the words that he left indelibly in my brain is be purposeful. Yes. So you have to. You should do everything on purpose and for purpose. So, so just working hard, it's good to work hard and it's good to be patient. But if you think things are going to change just because you're doing the same thing over and over again, and that's acceptable by your management or whomever is, is evaluating you, it won't change because they're happy. You're, you're a machine chugging along. If you're not happy, you got to do something about it. Yep. This one kind of goes along with what we were talking about a second ago. You're never too senior to network. Uh, yeah, I'm learning that now. Yeah, that's good advice. Trying trying to catch up to you on LinkedIn. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you got a ways to go, buddy. I sure do. I'm almost I at, sure I'm do. almost at 10k. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I and I I talked to some of them actually, so you know, it's actually kind of fun. Good. You know? Uh what about um uh, quit your job and follow your passion. <laughs> eh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and put this in the bad advice category. Yeah, I'd say, you know, one of the things that I, I used to watch, I don't really watch anymore is, um, shark tank. Yes. And when they, and when somebody come in, they, you know, be an entrepreneur and they'd want funding and the, the sharks would end up saying, Hey, this is a hobby. It's not a business. Yeah. So, so that, that's, that's something that always I think about when, when, a topic like this pops up, you know, you, you can't, you can't do that. You can't necessarily turn a hobby into a career. Um, so be careful about those things. Well, and that's what goes along with the, the good advice to this one is get a side hustle. Well, yeah. You know, yeah. and so that's what you're talking about is, is, you know, yeah. do something, you know, when I, uh, at a previous life, I actually had a second job working at a, um, uh, a framing shop, framing artwork. Because I loved, you know, framing artwork and getting creative with it and stuff. And it, it was a great side income and had a lot of fun doing it, you know. You know um, that, that is an interesting thing, yeah, because my side gig is uh, photography. Mm-hmm. Not that I sell any of it, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting how, like, us technical people have somewhat of a creative sidekick. Yeah. I guess, I guess for me anyway, I'll say that I know I couldn't make a living in it. So that's why it has to be a sidekick <laughs> or a side gig. <laughs> and then the last two are very interesting because they're kind of uh, both sayings. And of course, it's pretty easy to figure out which one is the bad advice and which one's the good advice. But the the first one is fake it until you make it. No bad advice. Learn it. Earn it. That is good advice. Because we talked about that in a our, I think our previous podcast where we were talking about um, um, taking the ownership of learning something on your own to actually earn it and and then drive for it. Don't just ask for it and you know or expect something to be or expect it. Yeah, yeah, and you know a, a position to be handed to you. What are you doing to get that position? Not not wait to receive it. You're not a punt returner. Sorry, or more football references. <laughs> there you go. So I think we wanted to just touch on advice today, just because I think this is something that's 
you know, it's important to you and I from a coaching and mentoring standpoint. That's one of the whole reasons why we do this podcast. And, and from the, the aspect of, of trying to get people to, uh, make this a part of their personal growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. how can they incorporate this into their, into their own lives so that, uh, you know, they can be better at what they do or be better, better people in general. So, you know, something for people to think about. Right. And, you know, the way I look at it is um, all of the supports, if you're a, if, if you're a building, so what is supporting you? What the flying buttresses that hold up each individual, you know, one of those, one of those flying buttresses should be coaching and advice and, you know, who, mm-hmm. who to lean on, you know, the other is education, you know, so there's, there's, and I like flying buttresses because I like architecture cathedrals so anyway um yeah i just try to just try to make visual pictures of of the things that that i need to keep in order in order for me to go through the day yep no it sounds good a lot of good advice in this in this particular episode. <laughs> in our advice episode <laughs> in our advice episode so why don't we go ahead and yeah why don't we go ahead and end right here uh we hope that everyone has enjoyed uh this episode of man versus business and we will be Back with you next week, hopefully. Yeah, as long as it uh, all goes well. Yeah, syncs up. All right, cheers. Yeah. Cheers, Les. Yep. Take care, Sean. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Man versus Business. Please note that neither Sean nor myself are business consultants. We just have a strong passion for discussing all things business. Please remember to visit sigmatree.co to see our other podcasts our business ventures, and our blog. And by the way, you can also drop us a line from the message page. Again, thank you and have a good week.